how do you block a punch tell me this how do you absorb a kick or a slap without incurring any damage how do you immobilize an opponent ever wondered how you too could fight like that kick ass guy in the movie let's learn some basic tricks to fighting here ladies and gents this is chapter 24 talking with punches part 3 the fighting on the gentleman by yours truly nikhil dharne this is where boys become men and men upgrade themselves to a gentleman for ladies this is your blueprint to build out the best of the foundation of a man you want your partner to be to clear any sorts of hyperbole expectations you are not going to be the ultimate hand to hand combat guy here now i am going to let you know some basic tips which could help you defend yourself and make your opponent incapable of making any move for a short while grabbing enough time for you to declare the situation in your favor and move out showing what you are capable of or making a run in part 2 I told you what is it that I do in a situation where I have to fight and what is it that you should do. We would dive into this topic a quick dip. After I narrate my story wherein I had to go against a gang of seven and then we will blast out on the fighting techniques. So, just to give you a background, Mumbai locals are nothing less than a war zone early in the morning. A coach has the capacity of say 65 seats and in a mumbai local early in the morning there would be around 120 plus people for that particular coach trying to get in and find a spot every morning crowd jumps in the moving train to grab seats for the friends nobody is civil then just animals wanting a place to sit and show off the gang power now as a young lad i jumped in and secured my position on the side as my stop would be coming first there's andheri there's bandra there's dadar and then so on and so forth now As the train slows down a man jumps in and brushes me against the steel rod behind me and drags me along with him thanks to my reflexes i used his force on him and threw him off the guy goes toppling over the last seat that is i think around 6 feet of distance between me and the last seat he gets up and charges towards me at the same time from my peripheral vision i see three more men walking towards me with anger and clenched fist as they near me i see two more walking towards us One of the three men comes forward and hurls abuses and throws a hand. I deflect it with my two hands by throwing it on the side making him lose his balance. The two follow the same trend and I too repeat my tactic. Now, the first man finding me distracted throws himself at me. I once again use his force and pull him down making him smooch the train floor and walk back to make some room between me and those people judging towards me. There is no room for words now because every single thing is happening in a rush. Me handling myself, them charging towards me and people pouring in from all the sides. By now, all of them gathered together and attack me at once. Fortunately, the train was crowded, so they did not have much space to move, but came at me through that crowded small passage. And the only logical thing that I could do was use a shield. which right there was my backpack i quickly pulled it off me and brought it forward pushing these three men behind understand 
I was in control, they were not. They were not balanced, but I was. So that was my only advantage here. Their feet were not grounded, mine were. I kept pushing. But come on, let's face the fact. Nobody was gonna help me. I did not carry an actual shield but a cloth bag, because of which one of the men found a weight and threw a fist which I barely deflected. A man then came from the side and started pushing me away out of the train because he assumed that I wanted to get down. He also was one of them. I stopped him and the others stopped too. When I scrammed, I shouted at him as I told him that his friend, like a wild animal, pushed me, dragged me with him just to grab a seat because of which I got these bruises. They saw who was at wrong and the crowd made them back down. As the tension cooled down, there were murmurs everywhere. They went to the back seat and I went back to my spot. The people around me, the men around me started talking to me, calming me down, pacifying me, which is when I felt a liquid dripping on my head. I touched it and saw watery blood. I headed back to them. Some men stopped me and the man who was trying to shove me off the train. He came forward asking me to go back. I told him to relax. I just want to talk. These men were in good mood now, but they were still ganged up. I went and spoke to the first guy, told him what went down. Then I spoke to the person who threw the punch and told him that his watch scratched my head. That it wasn't right of them to attack like that just for the sake of grabbing some seats. They took it lightly though. Nothing went through the thick head. But they learned a lesson. And the people too appreciated me. The conclusion here could have been different. If I wouldn't have spoken to them calmly at the end. The animosity would have gone for ages, till the time either of us would have retired from travelling in the train. Like I said, consequences. But I chose a different, more civilised route. You know what though? From this experience of mine, I have learned that there is a special breed of men that love to fight, for proving nothing but a stroke that may legal. This breed, when found in their wild habitat, are often accompanied by the similarly bone-headed companions. Such men are not the ones who would call for fighting and only hurl words, act, come awkwardly close and do nothing. These men throw themselves at you and that is fast for an inexperienced person. What can you do to prepare for a street, train, bus brawl and protect yourself in this type of situation? Here are 8 simple steps you can follow to avoid ending up in the hospital or jail after the street fight. First, wake up. When someone threatens you, snap to attention. Like I said the last time, your body will do half the work. Now, where the blood should flow is your decision. Be aware of your environment. Look for objects that you can use as weapons or shield. Searching out a place to escape too is especially important if you are outnumbered. Second, again, I'll repeat myself, try to defuse the situation. Try to talk with the guy and calm him down. If you did something unknowingly that offended him, then apologize. Don't let your ego get in the way of apologizing for something you didn't do. Your first goal should be to avoid fighting. Also extremely important is your body language. Don't show the guy that you are afraid. Be confident, but don't fake it. Third, 
walking away. If talking to the knucklehead doesn't work, start to leave the scene. But maintain alertness and walk away backwards. Still facing your opponent with your hands by your shoulder. Not above them but around the chest line. If he is a no good hooligan, he will attack you from behind. That's why. Fourth, assume a fighting position. Now it becomes serious. If this lesser man is still threatening you and you have nowhere to go, assume a stable fighting stance. Spread your stance to about shoulder width apart and slightly bend your knees. The bending of knees will help you stay mobile. The goal is to maintain balance so you don't end up on the ground. Keep your hands up to protect your face. Use one hand as your punching fist and open the other to work as a shield. Your mind will do the rest if you have been practicing the task from the last episode. And finally, clench your teeth. A solid punch to an open mouth can lead to a broken jaw. Fifth point, defend yourself. The goal is to defend yourself from violent and unjustified aggression. So don't be afraid to fight dirty. If you have any object to use as a weapon, use it. This can be anything like a chair, a bottle. You know what? Extra man points for breaking that bottle and using it as a theatrical to scare your opponent away. Always try to end the fight with minimal damage. Here are some other techniques that could be used in this sort of situation. Knee to the groin. No explanation needed over here as to why this is effective. Low kicks to the knee, groin or abdomen. Kick like you are kicking down a door using the bottom of your foot. A solid kick to one of these areas can incapacitate your attacker long enough for you to get away. Head butt to the face. Your forehead is one of the hardest bones on your body. Use this to your advantage by headbutting your opponent hard across his nose. If done correctly, you can do some serious damage. Next point is throw a punch. If done correctly, an overhand punch can put your attacker out of commission. We'll talk about this in depth now. Sixth point, take punches effectively. While you should do your best to avoid getting punched, you can't avoid them all. If you have to take a punch, strive to absorb it in a way that minimizes the impact and damage. For example, if you see a punch targeting your head, then move towards the punch, tighten your neck muscles and clench your jaw. By moving into the punch, your attacker may miss the mark wide to either side. Absorb the punch with your forehead. Remember how hard it is? If your attacker hits you there, his hand will be hurting and you'll have minimized the damage to yourself. A punch from the opponent to the body. Tighten your stomach muscles, but don't suck in your stomach. Try to shift so that the punch lands on your obliques rather than directly in the stomach or vital organs. Next point, give your best war cry. While defending yourself, make as much noise as possible. There are two reasons for this. First is the intimidation factor. Yelling may distract and intimidate your attackers, leaving you a better chance of getting in some good blows or getting away. And the second reason is to draw attention. The more the people who gather around you, the easier to gather support. And finally, make your escape. After you have incapacitated your attacker, using the methods described above, get the hell out of there. 
not very gentlemanly but you tried your best if you are right stay put and wait for the officials or report it if you're wrong well then there's no shame in making a move now when you fight keep in mind that the first one always leads it means that the first punch is worth the next 10 hit them hard and if they go down follow it in you have to let go of heroic fighting or even having any pity there is no such thing unless you are a master in martial arts then again your conscience will decide that fighting is always dirty your your opponent won't care his an animal won't spare tearing you biting you stabbing you or hitting you in the groin so if you have a clear shot make sure you throw the first punch to the front and center of the face aim for the nose bridge it's between your nose and the lips go ahead feel it actually you know what try and press it with your thumb with good pressure and once you have done that press it with your knuckles you'll know what a punch would feel like with force so when you're hitting at the nose bridge you are not aiming however for the nose you are aiming for the back of the head why on the face as the punch comes in contact with their face move your shoulder towards the punch to push up a body weight so it follows through your arm fist and the contact area get up and try it now if possible look yourself in the mirror or turn on yourself a camera and face yourself sideways such that you see your shoulder first and your fighting hand covering your face in line with the foot and the other hand right before the face to protect it your other leg will be behind to make it clear keep some distance between your feet hands up if you are a righty it would be your left hand ahead of everything as the open hand shield and the right fist right before your face and if you are lefty vice versa as described earlier keep your knees bent and see the posture become normal and practice it again do it 10 times now put me on pause and practice it put me on pause now i hope you have got the posture now understand this you drop power from the ground if you are well balanced on your feet just a point to remember feel your shoulders right now did you while your hands were up you see when your arms are raised that muscle contracts and becomes rock solid you can use it as a defense system tom cruise did it in mission impossible 3 he literally fights with his elbows and shoulders and not fists okay so slowly move your punching hand which is behind your first hand facing the opponent towards the reflection's nose bridge in the mirror quite awkward right balance goes for a toss for that you need to move your upper body as well towards the punch and shift your leg which is behind balancing you to the front such that right now you're parallelly facing yourself in the reflection or camera and your punch is on your face with upper body moved forward now practice this again slowly i mean slowly your body needs to register this put me on pause now now after practicing it slow go fast for once and if you have landed the first punch the follow through adds a huge advantage to any strike you never aim for the front you aim for the back why at the front 
if you feel the bones of the nose collapsed under your hand, the pain they're feeling is going to go a long way to discourage them from continuing. Another option, but be very careful how to use it because it can cause heavy damage. The option is the open hand, the heel of the palm, upward strike directly to the chin. The open palm hill has a strike line through the rigid forearm. This is an instance when the follow through is ill-advised as you might break a neck with the sharp backward motion of the head. Once you have them off balance, there are two ways here. One gentlemanly and the other less gentlemanly. Hardcore survival tactics to be honest. You might feel this is dangerous but if you haven't seen a weapon, you are reducing the efficiency they might have to swing blows at you. It, however, is not going to be the case of getting close unless you make contact with them. Chest to chest, get your hand down and get a hold of his family jewels. Forget any idea of awkwardness, this is a fight you are trying to survive without injury. As a in hardcore fighter to survive, remember, hit first, fast and hard. As your hand encompasses the tackle, you grip and squeeze. You need to grip his junk so hard that his screaming reaches the point where only dogs are going to hear him. He should be unaware of anything except the searing agony that is tearing through his junk. To finalize the move, smash your forehead into his nose again and do it hard enough to feel the bones collapse. If they go down incapacitated, follow them down and pound flesh. As they pick one point to cover, move to another. Pain, intense, searing pain will stop anyone. Seeing their own blood flowing, maybe their own teeth falling out of the mouth, the possibility that they will never father a child will curtail all but the most devoted. Do it first, fast and hardest and you will have far less chance that they will do it to you. This was less gentlemanly. Let's see the gentleman's moves, what I usually go with. My techniques are inspired from the art of Kali. The Indian version is Salambam, wherein you use whatever you can to extend your body and use it as a weapon. It can range from a toothpick to a bamboo stick. I also draw a lot of inspiration from the nature. I observe it, the animals, the plants, the trees. I have spent good time studying it. The most basic example will be plucking a flower. There is a simple technique in plucking a flower wherein you don't completely uproot it or tug the entire poor plant. If you will carefully observe a flower, you can notice a line from its bud line. All you have to do is Apply slight pressure and off comes the flower. It's that simple. I call it the bends. Look at your arm right now. Through the naked eye, you would observe five folds, five bends. Starting with two in your fingers. Third one where your finger is attached. Fourth will be your wrist and the fifth would be your elbow. These are such beautifully delicate pressure points for fighters which if attacked properly would immobilize you. Let's write now. If you are a righty, if you are a righty, with your left hand, completely grasp the back of your right hand, just above the wrist, and push it downwards with force, as if making your inner fingers touch, touch the forearm. You will notice how you no longer have major control over your hand and fingers. Same goes for the leg. It's cool, right? Hit someone behind the knee and you have their legs gone. 
These are my points wherein I take one complete side from them. You have tarsus, metatarsus, metacarpal phalanges in your legs and hands respectively. The bones which can be easily damaged if folded and hit right. Anyway, so my favorite hit points. Because I'm righty, my left hand is ahead of me shielding the attacks so that when I put forth my right hand with power, I push my shoulders forward and bring my right leg ahead with power and putting all this force into my punch, your nose bridge. I hit there and have the person dazed. Next with left, I go for the jaw and use my right fist to hit the throat. The person now chokes with no control over the body. Next, with the hands busy massaging the throat, I hit the person in the nuts with the leg. Understand, nose bridge, throat and nuts. All the majority of the important points in the body are in deep pain. So, I attack his breathing power by throwing his body away with my right elbow by hitting with it right in the center of the chest and using my right leg to hit him behind the knee. By now, his entire body will be feeling the pain which one feels when being struck by a fast pacing vehicle. This is your time to call the officials, run away or apprehend him. To understand the exact pressure points, you'll have to spar with yourself by hitting on the fold and understand what exactly to hit. Use the wall to do some light wall punching. Whatever moves I told you right now, you can always practice those on the wall. But remember, the wall doesn't hit back. All these moves are just to defend yourself and win some space. With your attacking hand, you attack first on the nose bridge, then swing your other hand on his jaw. Use the first hand again to attack the throat. Use your feet to attack him between his legs. Use the right elbow to neutralize any aggressive actions and finally use your leg again to stop him from standing straight. This is just one on one. There could be a gang or weapons that is different. What you do then is use your brain, talk it out, apologize, make a run or stand your ground and fight. Keep in mind, everything has its consequences. Every decision you make will write a different world to come to you. So think and keep your mind straight. Practice gentlemen, that's all it requires, discipline and practice. If you're stuck in any situations or have any doubt, reach out to me on Instagram. It's at the rate the gentleman podcast. I am available as a personality coach and will help you work on yourself. Please do me a favor and follow this podcast. The gentleman is available on Spotify, Jiosawan, Hubhopper, Google Podcasts, and Spreaker. Download this episode to get the wife for the entire week. See you next Saturday. This is Nikhil Dharne signing off from the gentleman. <laughs>